Welcome back to the ivy-covered halls of the Apartment Academy Institute for Higher NOI. I'm the Dean of the Academy, Daniel Cunningham, and your host. The Apartment Academy is the multifamily industry's only operations-focused podcast, which features insights from industry leaders, investors, vendors, and technology providers. If you invest in multifamily real estate or you're involved in day-to-day on-site operations of apartment buildings, well, class is in session and you are our student. Um, Today, our podcast is with Christy Fickert with Reallink. And Christy had some really interesting things to say about an industry that's really uh, has been burgeoning in the last uh, 18 months, um, thanks in part to the COVID pandemic, which is virtual touring, virtual leasing. Uh, if you don't know about what's happening on in that front today, uh, you're in for a great educational seminar. The lecture hall is open. Let's get started. All right, Professor Fickard, welcome to the Academy today, today's podcast. Thank you. I am so excited to be a part of this. I'm a big fan and uh, so excited to dig in with you. Thanks, Christy. So I appreciate that. Before we get started, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, your background in the industry, um, and a little bit about about Reallink. Sure, I'd be happy to share. So this is my 23rd year in multifamily. Uh, I started when I was 12, uh, if that shows my age at all. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> started in, uh, in leasing and essentially just worked my way up over the years. So I've held um, a multitude of positions from on-site to at a corporate level, a senior level marketing position and oversaw a portfolio of communities that were um, across the country. So every market, um, you know, from Northeast to the Northwest and South, everything in between. So that gave me some really good exposure to what we're doing in the industry over the years. And that's where the bulk of my experience was. Um, And then I came over to this side. And part of what drove me to come over to the vendor side is I was always an early adopter. So even from the time that I started on site and leasing, and then as I was a marketing director, um, I just always wanted to try new technologies. You know, our industry is not known for being the most forward thinking industry. We've done things the way we've done them for the last 20, 30 years. You don't say. Uh, And i I found that, you know, it's so much easier to get traction when you're on this side of the industry now. Those are the people who are typically being a little more innovative and creating the actual products and tools that then multifamily can use. And so that was really exciting for me and brought me over here to Reallink over a period of time. Um, and what what we do, you know, you asked what what's Reallink all about. Um, we are the premier video leasing engagement platform for multifamily. And so you hear a lot about video and there are a lot of different types of video content out there. And um, what we do is a little bit different. So we are not that sexy 360 video that's going to go on the home page of your website. We really are the video, the authentic, the very raw video, very similar to what we're doing today, just talking back and forth with prospects or even residents and using that to engage those people and create a better experience. Got it. So where what what problem are we solving? What is Reallink solving by creating these these videos? How are we how are we leasing better? How are we showing properties better um, through what what the technology you guys provide? Well, I think that you could really look at that through two different lenses. So the first lens is for that on-site team. Those teams, you know, if you think of any leasing consultant position and even the maintenance teams, property managers, 
they there are not enough hours in the day for those people, right? They are just tasked with being on top of so many different things. So what we're trying to do is put more time back in their day and give them time to focus on those prospects who, you know, really are qualified and really do want to rent and trying to automate some of those processes too. But on the other side, for the ultimate end user, so those are the apartment prospects, the people who are shopping, we're trying to create a much easier, smoother process for them as they're shopping for that new home. Um, on average, the average prospect visits a property 2.8 times before they rent. So if you can imagine, you know, we're all busy in our days, we don't have enough time. And so if you have to visit a property almost three times, before you can make your decision. And then you're doing that with probably three to five different properties because you're gonna shop the market a little bit. That's a lot of time for that end user. So video helps fill that gap, helps shorten that leasing cycle and makes things easier, honestly, for both of those parties. To expand a little bit, if you would, on the time-saving part of this, where what, what takes a lot of time right now? If you don't have something like Reallink in place, what's taking a lot of time that just goes away when you have a, a video um, technology like this? Yeah, sure. So from the leasing perspective, you know, back when I started in the industry, we didn't have video. We didn't even really have, um, you know, websites were just starting to launch. And so everything was done over the phone. And, you know, we were taught that, you know, you have to smile when you answer the phone and you have to raise your voice an octave because you have to really get that enthusiasm through over the telephone. Your, your customer is not seeing you. So you have just this three minute telephone call to you know, convince them that they really should make the drive out to visit your property. So now that's one thing that video can do. And COVID accelerated this a little bit. I've been talking about this. I was at the AIM conference talking about self-guided tours and video technology about five years ago before I was ever involved with Reallink. I was just a fan of this way of shopping, letting people shop this way. Um, but... It really, if you think about creating that authentic connection, it allows leasing teams to create a connection with their prospect so much faster to convince them, yes, you really should come out and tour the property. So even if somebody still wants to tour in person, it's a quick video and those leasing people can easily replicate those too. Um, something else that you could do that's missing um, when they're not using a product like this is you have that one unit. It's the money unit on your property. It never comes vacant, right? Like someone's always in it. So you can get a quick video of that unit when it does become vacant. And then you've got that now in your content library that you can share anytime that apartment needs to be shown to a prospect and you can personalize it too. So for example, if we've got Apartment 101, we've got this great video of it. And I want to show my prospect that video. I can come into that video and easily edit it and say, hey, it's Christy. Here's the apartment video that you wanted to see. And then the other leasing consultant on the property can use that same video and create their own new intro. And again, personalize that for their prospect who might be interested. So do you, do you, do you, are you experiencing, do your clients experiencing a shift from uh, completely away from having phone calls and just instead encouraging prospects to, you know, you know, log into the website or however, you know, watch the video instead of that initial um, in person, but be via phone call experience. Yes. So it, and it could be real link videos. It could be a chat tool, you know, chat bots are very popular right now, but what we see is that for a long time we have forced 
the prospects to call the leasing office for information, but they don't really want to call. (laughs) Most of the time when they're looking, it's after office hours too. So through video, chat tools, and some of these other newer technologies, if we're giving people those options, they prefer those options versus picking up the phone and calling. Um, So we do see that it it actually shortens the leasing cycle. It shortens the time that that customer has to take to do research about your property and helps them get to that conversion point. So if you're looking for a conversion from lead to tour, it's shortening that time frame. If you're looking at the conversion rate from the time they tour to the time they rent, it's also shortening that. So you've mentioned at least, I think, three separate uh, kind of technologies that all sort of play into virtual touring, virtual leasing space. Um, and it can be confusing for for folks that, that aren't really immersed in this subject. So would you mind just for the listeners, give us like a lay of the land, like what are the different buckets of, of technologies of services that are playing um, in this, this virtual touring, virtual leasing category? Sure. So I think that you've got your first bucket is you've got recorded video. And most of the time you could even create a sub bucket under that, which is like the 360 videos. So these are what I call these are the sexy marketing videos, you are going to pay a talented videographer to come out to your property and to take these videos, you might even have some drone footage or something that you're using. That's very different than these authentic, real, raw videos that are used more on the engagement and leasing side. So you've got those sexy marketing videos, as I would call it, or 360 videos, Matterport, LC3, LCP360. Those are good examples. Um, and then you've got this whole virtual space that some people were early adopters. And so when COVID hit, they were definitely ahead of the game on that. And it was so exciting to see Um, those who weren't and who had said, "Mm, we're not quite ready to go there yet, but COVID hit, they learned that they had to figure something out and figure it out pretty quickly, right? So with those, a lot of companies, we see a pretty wide range of tools that they're using. Some are using Zoom and have relied on that. There's WhatsApp, which is another app they're using. Um, FaceTime, if you've got an Apple device, you can use FaceTime for a live two-way video call or tour. And then um, some are using Facebook Live because a lot of properties have Facebook. They're on Facebook. And that's a platform that was pretty familiar to the on-site teams too. So you've got that virtual bucket. And then the other one that we've got today that's getting some traction as well are the self-service tours. You know, Letting people come out and physically tour through the model or a vacant unit on their own no leasing consultant, but they are on property. They're just touring on their own time and in their own way. You also mentioned uh, you also mentioned chatbots. Some people are utilizing chatbots. How does that fit into the equation? Yeah. Well, what I think I think you really have to look at your full marketing stack with any tool that you're going to use. So what 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 I always recommend is take any of this content that you're creating. If you're creating real link videos, if you've got an L- a 360 video tour, you need to be using that through all of your platforms. That can help with your SEO. You need to build that into your chat bot. So if people are asking about a one bedroom or the pool area, then you should insert a video where you know immediately they're shown what that area looks like. Um, they consume video about 4,000% more than any other type of media or text. So video is it's golden. And if you've got it, you want to be sure that you're using it through all of those different platforms. And email too. You know, email is not a very sexy 
um, marketing tool. It's not the shiny new technology, but we've seen that it works. And so building any of this video content into your email campaigns can help convert at a higher rate too. You have a, you have a, uh, there was a blog post on the real link website that says, um, that that talks about working in conjunction with Matterport. And that actually says that you need both for a, a true, um, lead to lease experience. So, um, that was interesting to me. Um, uh, I would have considered, uh, the Matterport, uh, uh, function to be maybe a competitor, but it sounds like you, you, that's not the case. It sounds like that you, you you really, at least from Relix perspective, you want to have both. Can you expand on that? Yes, absolutely. And this is some of my mark my marketing background <laughs> coming out. So again, you need that th- those Matterport videos. Those are edited. Those are they're not um, they're not a two way video product, right? So it's really to showcase what you have, and you've got control over that. Um, you need you need that. You need to make that great first impression when someone hits your website or they see one of your Google ads. But there's no engagement with that. So with those um, Matterport videos, for example, we think they're great examples to showcase your property. But then you can layer in a tool like what Reelink's got, and that's where the engagement comes in. And we haven't necessarily touched on this yet, but there are some tracking and analytics features with Reelink videos. So for example, if I'm having a live video tour with you, which is very similar to how our conversation is happening today, um, you know, you're on one end of the screen, I'm on the other, we're chatting live, you can actually load your Matterport content or your other video content or your floor plans into that and pull them up on the screen and share and walk your prospect through that just like you might do on an in-person tour when they're sitting across from you at your desk. Um, so just two, two very different pieces. One is more for, I think those 360 videos and Matterport are more for a marketing perspective. And then something with the reeling, that's the engagement. That's where you're really talking with that prospect. You can see when they view the videos. So you know when to time your follow-up right. And you've got some other parameters on the back end of that. Got it. So there's also, it sounds like, uh, you, there is uh, a pre-recorded. Um, there's a pre-recorded f- uh, side of what Reelink does. And then there's a, a live engagement side as well, which you also mentioned. Other people are accomplishing that through, you know, FaceTime. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what else did you mention? FaceTime or WhatsApp, that sort of thing. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, Zoom. Uh, so <clears throat> that live engagement part um, is that really where? the magic is in terms of getting engagement? Yes and no. I wish more people would get comfortable with that. Um, Video, again, just like what we're doing today, you know, people are going to see us having this very real conversation. And it's not about everything being overly, overly edited. And I knew at the very first day I started in the industry, but people are buying the leasing team. That's what they're buying first before they ever buy the apartment. And so when they're just looking at a Matterport video, for example, you don't see the people behind the video. You don't see who's running this property and who's going to be taking care of you once you move in. On a live chat like this, that's exactly what happens is they start buying you first and then you're beating your competition to that lease, if you will. Well, that, that's a really, that's very interesting. Um, and I want to, I want to explore that a little further because I think one of the things that we learned, you said this earlier, um, you know, the idea of virtual touring, virtual leasing, it really lurched to the forefront uh, during the COVID pandemic for obvious reasons. People couldn't, could no longer tour in person and yet people still needed to find new places to live. Um, 
So tell me, what did we learn? What did we learn? Uh, maybe not you, maybe you always knew this, but what did the industry learn through that process that we didn't expect? Were we surprised by the behaviors that we saw from prospects when these technologies were really deployed out there um, by force almost, by, by necessity? Yes. So actually, Satisfax, which a lot of you might be familiar with them, they're an industry survey company. They just did a survey of actual apartment prospects who took a virtual tour during the pandemic. And there were a lot of questions about, you know, are you are you only using this during the pandemic? Was this just because a leasing office wasn't open? And it was um, actually 52% of prospects said that they would rent an apartment through only a virtual tour, that they don't need to come to the property. That was so powerful for me. And they said that, you know, they'll continue doing business this way. Things are opening back up. Leasing offices are open. People can come and tour in person. Some people will want to tour in person. That's fine. You know, a lot of us prefer to shop that way. But you also have another whole group who they want to shop another way. You know, I like I like shopping on Amazon. I like ordering my groceries online. I don't I don't like going to the grocery store anymore now that that's an option. And so it's less about how do we want people to do business with us and just giving them the opportunity to shop in a variety of different ways. And I think that as an industry, we're still working to embrace that this is here to stay. It wasn't just a Band-Aid during COVID, but this is how our customers truly do like to shop. And we have to keep that with them. And so I think the shift will be from, you know, we we used video during COVID because that was our only option. I think now what it can do is it starts to become this, instead of that phone call to the leasing office, it's, hey, let's get on and let's have a quick video chat. And let me make sure that, you know, we're the right fit for you. And then you can schedule to come in for your in-person tour. So it's just letting that prospect vet the community a little further. And it's also giving that leasing team um, some more insight into this, this customer, this prospect before they walk into the leasing office. And so I think now it's going to be 100% virtual and 100% in person. I think that this is almost going to replace the phone call that we used to have before they came into the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. One, of, one other thing that um, I think might that I've heard um, that might differ from what you were just saying, actually. Um, it, it has been you know, a saying forever in our industry that people um, will rent because of the leasing team, right? That, that people are buying you first and the community second. Um, did we, have we not seen that there is, a, there is certainly a class of property that can be leased um, with really no human interaction at all. Like some people actually actually don't need to inter- to uh, ever speak to a human in order to, you know, receive the virtual tour, to view that, to look at the image and then and then sign a lease. I I th- I think we have seen that more than maybe what we expected, but but maybe not. What 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 have you heard? Oh, I I absolutely agree. I think that we have to convince Again, I I'm I'm so pro customer, right? <laughs> it's what we have to do what the customer wants. And for so long we have marketed in this industry the way we want to market and the way we want people to do business with us. Um, I think that's 100% correct. I think you will have some people who want to come in and tour, but we just saw this um on a it was a lease up property, 390 units. They leased up 25% of the property only through video. 
So it, it absolutely can be done and people want to shop that way. Um, but I look at, there were some, there was a, a question posed on the multifamily share space site just a few weeks ago. And the question was to people in the industry. So to people who work on site, the question was, what is your preferred method of touring? Is it in person? Is it virtual? Is it self-guided? Overwhelmingly, the response from the people who work in the industry is they want in-person tours. And the sentiment was, we want people to be in front of us. We know we can sell better when those prospects are in front of us. And I can I can sell them. I can show them my personality. I can show them the actual unit. I can get to know them. But it was so... Um, it just it, the, the other side of me was saying, but what does the prospect want? I know we prefer to tour this way. We like to build a relationship because we are the people people. Um, but the customer thinks that they can build a relationship with you just fine virtually. Yeah, yeah. So we have to we have to get the industry comfortable with that. And I think that some people got more comfortable being on camera and on video during the pandemic. It forced people to get on on camera who weren't normally on there. But it's still um, it's honestly another piece of leasing 101 that we need to be teaching how to be on video and be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so there's let's say there's a let's say there's a spectrum of and on one end of the spectrum we have prospects who are completely willing to lease without ever speaking to anybody they've got through real link and other services now they can see the, the the apartment they can we can watch a video that talks about the amenities and how great it is to live there um and then they can actually lease so on one end of the spectrum you have you have you have those folks on the other end i think at at best what we need now at this point is is a is a virtual um, but but real time video engagement environment platform where where they can still talk to a live person, but even that is 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 at least tremendously more efficient than the way we've been doing now. They don't have to come into the office. A leasing agent might be able to line up several interviews right in a row and be more efficient about that. And and so the implication being that you could you could lease more. With fewer people, so between not needing a leasing agent at all and leasing more with fewer people, are we seeing the retirement of the importance of the leasing agent within our industry? Is that is that what's on the horizon? Are we going to see communities leasing without leasing agents? I'm so glad you asked this because I spoke at NAA two years ago about creating your own path, your career path in the industry because it's been very linear, right? You go from leasing consultant to assistant manager to property manager to regional. And I hear, I hear a lot of these, you know, I listen in these forums a lot and it's the bots are taking our jobs. Technology's doing away with the leasing consultant, right? <laughs> I don't think it's going away because we, we're serving people in their homes. I mean, that's such an important job. But if we can just change our perspective a bit, this is giving people an opportunity again, if they become an early adopter they can just have a different career path in the industry. I mean, I, I think about just from the video perspective, we could have, you know, maybe a property has three leasing consultants right now. And maybe with video and these shifts in, in the industry and in the market space, maybe what happens is there's one or two leasing people and the third person becomes that content creator or a producer. And these, you know, a lot of these, the younger generation, um, they, they're into the video. They're, they've been doing this for a long time. It's their passion. It's what they like. And they're really good at it. So how fun would that be to stay in 
that you love, but now you're the person who's creating all of this content on site instead of leasing the actual apartments, just creates an extra niche. A few years ago, we didn't have um, business intelligence analysts. We didn't have digital marketers. We didn't have anybody running SEO or social media pages. And now those positions exist in all of these companies. So I think that video and virtual can create some of those opportunities if people are willing to embrace it. Yeah, I would agree with you completely. I think that what we're seeing both on the leasing side and on, sort of on the admin side as well is tools that are allowing um, us to be more efficient in these areas, which not necessarily translate to, re- to a workforce reduction. But I think what it allows us to do is to move more people into customer service, like serving the residents. When you have more time, if you're not spending so much time touring and leasing, you have more time to engage with your your existing residents, uh, increase your retention rates and all, and all kinds of good things that I know we all aspire to, but often don't have have time to accomplish in the field. And I, I think that there is a very positive upside to this potential reduction in the need for this exact service. Change can be scary. It's, you know, I, I, I understand that. Um, but there, this is a really unique opportunity. There's definitely um, a shift in the market. And I, I hope people will embrace it and be a part of those more specialized roles. It's all about making that experience better. That's We talk a lot about experience, but we don't have time to create that exceptional experience. And this is how you do it. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so okay. So I'm I'm sold. I think I think this is a uh, idea whose time has come. It's a good idea. Talk to me about um, the implementation. It sounds like oh, I'm going to make all these videos, or I'm going to learn this new platform, this new software. It just sounds intimidating to some folks. Talk to us about um, what it takes to to get something like this implemented. Yeah, sure. So, I think something to keep in mind is most. Most communities and what we've seen throughout the pandemic is they've already been creating content. But the problem with some of the other platforms that they've been using is that the content either isn't saved. If you're using FaceTime, that's not recorded. Um, If you're using Zoom, not everyone has access to that account. Um, And sometimes if you're just if it's a leasing person just using, you know, taking a video, that content is living on that leasing consultant's iPhone. And, you know, they move properties, there's some turnover in the industry. And so there's no master way to keep this library of content. So that's one of the things that you accomplish with Reolink. And anything that they've already created can be uploaded into the platform. So it's nice that if you do have anything that you've already done, it's there and can be done. But as far as um, rolling this out, it's about a two week or less turnaround time. You fill out a simple form. We ship you some equipment to get you going and make sure that you've got everything that you need. Um, you know, a gimbal, if anyone's familiar with those, I've got one personally. I love it for sporting events with my kids, but, um, really inexpensive purchase. And we actually give that as part of our package. So they get some startup equipment. And from there, it's really just starting to create the content. But as with anything, whether it's on social or starting a podcast, um, you have to plan plan out that content. You know, there are a million videos that you could make about any given property. And so I always encourage those properties or that marketing director or whoever's directing those efforts, just think through the top five things that you want to tackle first. Do you need videos of your amenity areas? Do you need some unit specific videos? Do you want some meet the team videos? Do you want people to actually, you know, who who this team is on site and introduce them that way? Um, For some properties, maybe they've got some good marketing videos already. And so it's more about creating how-to videos on the maintenance side of things. Um, We've seen 
a maintenance video was created, a, a property created a maintenance video about a tripped breaker in the apartment. And after creating that how-to video, so now if anyone ever calls in and, you know, my breaker's off or my my outlets aren't working, they just send a link to this how-to video, how to get yourself back up and going. They've had zero maintenance requests for that particular issue now. So, you know, they might want to start with content on that side too. So just making sure that you just, just think of those top one three, five things that you want to tackle, and then you take it out from there. But the beautiful thing too is unlike with FaceTime and some of these other platforms, um, it's device agnostic. So the end user, the prospect doesn't have to have a certain type of device, an Apple device or you know downloading Zoom or some other special app. It's just a one-click link to join. Um, but the marketing department or anybody at the court assign content that they want those on-site teams to create. So it also helps you plan that out a little better. It makes it more digestible. And what, uh, not to get specific with with pricing, it's if, with Realing, for example, but what generally do you think um, properties should budget for? If they're interested in, in, in deploying something like this, how do they budget for that? If you want to make room for something like this, if you're using any of the free tools, so for example, Zoom, or Zoom is really inexpensive, Zoom, FaceTime, one of those other tools, this is a little, a, a tad bit more of a lift. One lease would pay for reeling for about the next four years to give you an idea on pricing. So it's not the free Zoom, but what you get on the backside of that with all of your analytics, your tracking, your video library, you edit everything all in one app um, versus these others where you might be creating a video on your phone, using another app to edit, it's being stored on the leasing consultant's phone. It all lives in the cloud here. So there's definitely some value to having that. Um, but I what I encourage people to do is evaluate that full marketing stack. You know, you might be advertising on an ILS site. And if you reduce your package by just a few hundred dollars a month, you could afford a tool like this. Um, or you look at your ad spend with your Google ads, you know, um, a few hundred dollars technically doesn't usually make a dent in, you know, what your ads are doing on Google. So bringing that down a bit to afford another tool. And that's whether it's, it's reeling or any, anything else that you're trying to do from a marketing perspective, there's always way to find money in the budget. Um, you've just got to look at, at that full stack to find what's the best option. And I, I, I heard you, uh, when you said, "Look, one one lease, and you've paid for for reeling for for a period of time," is there um, any ROI that you that you cite with with clients uh, beyond something like that? Is there anything we can hang our hats on in terms of ROI? Yeah, I mean, we have um, it, it. I mentioned it shortens that lead to lease cycle. Um, and we know we say a lot in this industry, it's speed to speed to the lead. Whoever responds to the lead first is typically who wins the lease ultimately. And that's what the video is doing. It's helping you build that video and the engagement faster. Um, we've had leases assigned within 22 minutes of someone having a video engagement using the platform. So again, if you get one, if you get one lease over the whole year, it's going to pay for it for the next four if that's what you need. Right. Well, okay. Now let me let me just shift gears on you a little bit. You know, Christy, you're 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 out in the industry. You're a speaker at, on at uh, some of the at some of the national trade shows. Um, um, I know you're a person that has their ear to the ground. And what's tell us what's next? What 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 can we expect over the next five to ten years in in virtual leasing? Where, where do you expect this technology to go? 
I definitely think there will be a more what I would call neighborhood approach to leasing. So when you talked about reduction in staff, I don't know that, again, there will be workforce reductions, but I think we're going to be a more dispersed team. I think that we can, um, you know, you could have one leasing person who's covering a few different properties. Maybe you don't have this, you know, a leasing office on every property, but you have this more centralized business model and it just makes sense financially. And if you think about, again, I go back to the the experience of the prospect. That's who we're ultimately trying to impress. And if you think about them in a market, a lot of times they do tour through sister properties, but they have to start all over every time they get to a new property. So they visit property A, go in the leasing office, meet that leasing consultant, build the relationship, take a tour. They go to the next property. It's the same management company, right? But meet the new leasing consultant, build a relationship, take the tour. And so it's again, takes a lot of time. And that's why Reallink was founded. Our, our founder, Matt Weirich, actually was making trips back and forth to Chicago to find an apartment. And he realized how time consuming it was. So I think when you pair video and look at what these technologies can do, it allows people to work from anywhere that it will become a more centralized process. And I think more of our customers, our prospects are, they're being trained to want things instantly, to not want to have to come out on site. This is just, you know, that's how they're doing business in every other area of their life, whether it's with ordering groceries online or Amazon or Zappos or take any of those big companies. I encourage people to look at what's going on in those other markets because it will trickle down to multifamily. Does augmented reality, is that is that a gimmick? Is that going to, do you think, ever take hold? I don't think it's a gimmick. I think that there are some niches in the market who might appreciate that. But what we've seen too, and, and how I personally feel about it, is people like the real, the authentic, the raw. Um, they they want to see you, maybe not in person, but they want to meet that real person. And so augmented isn't always necessarily real. Yeah. I think one important thing, one other important thing you just said is now you're, I mean, your background, I mean, you, you, you started this industry over at Village Green, you know, large institutional class operator. Um, um, many of the folks we have on the show come from institutional class operators, but many people that are listening um, come from smaller management companies um, who would really benefit, I think, from the structure that you just mentioned, because when you have a, when you have a property that's, 50 units or less, somewhere in that range, um, amortizing the cost of a leasing agent over a property like that can really be difficult. And oftentimes the property manager has to do both. So the ability to to create a centralized um, leasing center to handle a, a large or, or, or well, a, a large portfolio, but with smaller properties that on their own would have trouble managing of the expense of a leasing person sounds like a really brilliant uh, outcome for all of this. And uh, I think yeah. that's a great takeaway for folks. Well, thanks. That's who I actually see implementing this the most um, because they, they, they're sort of forced to, right, with the economies of scale. And I think the larger operators can do can do just the same. And sometimes they've got more of a presence and they've got more properties in one concentrated area to be able to do that. Um, but absolutely agree. Yeah. Well, this has been some great stuff today, Christy. It's It's fun to see us as an industry on the cusp of some really game-changing technology adoption and and d- doing business in a different way that's responding to the benefits that te- technology provides. So this is a really cool discussion. If they want to learn more, Christy, about Reallink, where, where would they go? 
they would visit reallink.com. And, you know, I would say too, even if they're not using our product or platform or don't have it in the budget, we have so many resources on that site. So whether they're using any other platform or video, they just want to get better at video and, you know, being in front of a camera, visit the website, look at the blog, read the articles that we've got, because there are absolutely takeaways there that will help anybody even outside of our platform. Um, And that's what we're here. We're here to just be a good resource and help propel the industry forward. Great. Yeah. I saw that you guys have just a resources link at your website, which is very cool of you. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, Chris. It's been been great talking to you and um, uh, look forward. Maybe we'll have an advanced discussion as things as things progress in the industry. We'll come back and check in and see what the state of the union looks like in in a year or so. I would welcome that. I would welcome that. Thanks so much, Daniel. It's been a pleasure. Well, valued student, thank you for logging in and attending class today. If you've enjoyed these podcasts and you feel like your management company could use a little advice from some of the professors here at the Apartment Academy, then go to our website, apartmentacademy.com and click help me. We'll send you a questionnaire and provide individualized responses to your answers at no charge that I guarantee will offer you insights on ways that you can immediately improve your own apartment operations. Until next time, class is closed. Thanks for tuning in.